Hi, my name is Marcel Ruiz, and you are listening to a coming-of-age movie. Yes, sir. Hi, everyone. I'm McKenna. And I'm Lily. Welcome or welcome back to a coming-of-age movie, and happy Main Character Monday. Today, we're speaking with a very special guest, award-winning 17-year-old actor Marcel Ruiz. You may know him as Alex Alvarez from One Day at a Time or as John Smith from Breakthrough. Marcel, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, a little like bored. Uh, <laughs> so I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> Great. Just How was your week in general? Good, good. I was in I was in New York last month and I got back like two weeks ago. So I'm kind of like still getting used to uh, being away from home for a while. And mm -hmm. so that's why it's felt a little weird and I'm just home and haven't gone out much and you know doing online school which is after a while it feels like you can't tell time <laughs> yeah. yeah you're from LA right or California yeah yeah I live in LA uh, I moved here when I was like eight years old I was oh, wow. born in Puerto Rico mm -hmm. so New York was probably really different right especially because you were here when it was like kind of rainy yeah and wait where are you guys from we're from the east coast around New York oh okay yeah. that's awesome that's awesome yeah i was there like right when after the the snowstorm happened uh i mean right when it was coming in and so i kind of saw like the, the 360 of of the snow and then and then like two weeks later it was 60 degrees yeah there you go east coast <laughs> right there that's pretty yeah, much yeah. how you can sum up the weather <laughs> exactly. yeah. so in general i know you've been doing online school you just said but how has quarantine been treating you because I feel like you're probably used, pretty used to being crazy busy all the time, like going from, you know, filming to school to everything. So what is, how has it yeah, been yeah. different? Yeah, it was, it was weird at first. It was really weird. Um, but I'm glad that I was able to, you know, to talk with people around me, especially people my age uh, and, and with everything in general. But like, you know, the first thing that I can relate to with my friends is, of course, how we all felt with school, uh, even though they were, you know, in a, like brick and mortar school that was transitioning to online. I I like the decision I made was okay, I'm gonna stay online in a school that usually is online because I feel like they know what they're doing. Uh just to to stay, you know, comfortable. But I think it was it was really good for me in the way that I had just so much free time to to work on just random ideas and projects that I, that I'm always coming up with. And and yeah, there were a lot of like new things that I learned about myself that I wouldn't have started if it wasn't for quarantine, I think. Exactly. And I saw that like a lot of, you're a senior, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot of seniors, you applied to college and heard back. Do you know anything about your plans for next year that you can share with us? Yeah, well, uh, I got into my favorite college. I got into Columbia University. Congrats. And, That's uh, crazy. Thank Congrats. You. That's awesome. So that was, I mean, that's like, for me, the best news I could get uh, right now. It's just, I mean, and I think it's always kind of like this, but especially this year, everything can change in a matter of like two months. So it's really hard to like predict uh, the future for me, like, like even three months ahead. But I mean, right now, if I go to college, uh, it, I'm, I'm choosing to go in the New York area. I like a couple of schools in New York. And so, yeah, I'm just I'm just making the decision, learning an info. Uh, but yeah, I like to study a little bit of what I think I do in the real world, which is the arts mixed with business. 
Um, yeah. So we, like if I can study some film and business, that'd be amazing. Yeah, we've heard that a lot actually of a lot of people in California coming to the East Coast for college. I guess there's like a lot of, it's like college town type of thing, but we had a guest um, last week who is also from LA coming to either Boston or New York. And it's like, it's just so interesting to hear like so many people doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's got all the college time. towns and all that, yeah. Yeah. So uh, switching gears a little bit, you were 12 when you started One Day at a Time, and that means that you spent most of middle school and high school acting. So how was your school different from an average kid's kind of high school or middle school experience? My school was different in the way that I felt like I was like racing to catch up to everyone else. Uh, I would come into school after being fil after filming for a while, and I would just see my like my grades, uh, like a paper of all my grades, and it was just circles, F, 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 like all of them, every time I went into class after like filming a season. And it sucked because it was like, I'm not at all an F student, but I had to like, it was just like a clutch moment where I just have to like for three months, get those Fs to like straight A's. And well, so you that got, was like, I mean, you got into Columbia, so you, you managed to do that <laughs> somehow. Yeah, I think it was, the work was worth it. I think so, but. But yeah, it felt like kind of like a race in the way of, of school. And, and I mean, I get it because it, I mean, you're a kid, you have to balance school and, and these extracurriculars. It's like double the work, I think, you know, while I was, while most people on set are in break, uh, I'm going to the room to do school. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was mostly things like that. And the other thing I would say is that middle school felt like it went by like really, really fast. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. Um, so when you were on, set did you have set teachers to help you or was it kind of like a do it your own kind of thing yeah I had set teachers to help me and the cool thing about uh set teachers in a way is that um especially when you're younger uh they can help you with school and everything but they're also there just to to make sure you're okay you know if you right. need anything they're, they're there to help you and that's what I like about my relationship with my set teacher which she's kind of like a grandma to me uh, so we're always like in contact, like go to her house and get in, in like the pool and hang out. Uh, oh, that's awesome. and yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think the best thing, cause you, you want to feel comfortable if you're like, you know, in different environments and, and me for like breakthrough, I was traveling a lot as in a press tour and she was always there. Uh, so yeah, uh, it, it's a lot of help. Oh, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. So do you know how old you were when you like really when you just started acting like not like the big stuff but when you first started? Yeah, yeah. Okay, if it's not the like the big stuff, like first commercial was three years old. <laughs> okay, see, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering how like, so that must have been like, you know, a lot of your parents kind of, it wasn't you going to them saying I'm going to do this. They kind of thought you were right for it, I'm guessing. So here's the info. My parents are filmmakers. And so it's never, I think it was, yeah, exactly. It was never a choice. And not saying that I don't like want to do it, but you know, it just- You can stop now if you want, but he, he's not <laughs> stopping. So he likes it. Don't call his, don't call anyone on his parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But I think like when I talk about it, it's not like it's a, it's like a hobby or something I like. It's just a part of me. You know, I was, uh, I was born around that uh, and I was raised on a set. So it's just always been normal and come naturally to me. and. And so, yeah, and when my parents, you know, did commercials when I was little and they needed a kid, uh, I, I would do it. And I, I guess it was just, I felt natural, you know, acting with my parents directing. And when we moved to Los Angeles, uh, I just 
went in an agency and showed them kind of like the commercials I had done in Puerto Rico. And I started doing commercials here. And after doing a couple of commercials, then I did one day at a time. And then that's how everything happened. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Could you see yourself like doing something other than acting that you're as much in love in as you are with it now? Totally, totally. Yeah, uh, that's one of the things I, I like most about uh, just doing in general. I like uh, being able to balance a lot of different passions and I think that's that's very common and we're seeing that in our generation uh where it's not just one path and it's also not just uh, one thing that that doesn't correlate with the other I think when it comes to to pastimes like I was saying you know business and the arts um it's something that I can study separately but like collaborated uh, fully and that's what for sure I'm doing I I I love business. I, I would love to start, you know, a clothing company. Uh, and in the terms of the arts and, and acting, I'll for sure keep acting, but I want to keep developing uh, eventually my own projects, produce, direct, all of that. That's awesome. So uh, we're going to uh, change gears a little bit here. So going into one day at a time, um, for everybody who's listening, who doesn't, uh, who hasn't seen the show, can you give us a quick plot summary of it? Yeah, it's um, it's about a Cuban American family. It's a sitcom comedy show, and you get a, a peek into the everyday life. Ways you know together, and and can you know stay apart? Uh, you can see the three generations, the 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 three points of view of a grandma, a mother, and a daughter, and it's just a, an awesome relationship. And and yeah, it's been really cool to see the arc of the show over the four seasons. We both love the show and we especially love how it's able to represent a lot of things that teenagers go through in real life that aren't really mm -hmm. talked about too much in the media. So what do you hope slash think teens take away from the show, especially those who can, relax, uh, who can relate to Alex and Elena? Yeah, I hope that they, it, that's, um, when I see it from my perspective, it, that's one of the things I love about, uh, you know, real shows that that talk about real world problems and and with the truth like for example I don't know shows that before it was like high school's not like that high school kids don't act like that and when we the shows that that actually get successful now are the ones that that show uh the high school experience uh, for example in a real way and that's something that I I hope um and I know that it happens but it's beautiful to see when when young teens can see themselves in these characters and can see the similarities and kind of just, you know, through these teenage years and through all this stress, I hope that it can just, you know, uh, teach them that they're not the only ones and they can, you know, ease up. <laughs> and I love how it has that kind of like corny sitcom feel. Like at some points there's some things that like, you know, wouldn't happen in real life because it's a sitcom, but then there's also, yeah. like, it's so true to real life. Like there's so many things in it that like so many people can relate to. I'm like, why am I sitting here relating to a 12 year old boy? You know, <laughs> you get that kind of feeling from it. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand. Mm -hmm. So I have a weird question. Have you ever watched the show? Watched the show? Yeah. Like uh, all the way through? Have you seen like, <laughs> do you binge it when you're bored? I love that question because <laughs> no one's ever asked me that. Because <laughs> you'd think, yeah, it would be obvious for 
like a person to watch their own show but at the same time no like it's a you good hear, question you hear so many actors like i can't watch myself like it ruins it yeah. I <laughs> well honestly that was that was me in the first season uh so honestly it is kind of right in a way like it was mostly you know with all of my family and everyone around me watching it it was inevitable for me not to watch it but yeah at first it was it was hard to get used to the fact of seeing myself on tv and and yeah, I would always cringe. Like at the premiere <laughs> and with my friends and my family, I was just like in my hoodie and not Because you're watching. noticing all the things that no one else is going to see. Like, oh, why did I say that like that? Why did I turn yeah. that way? Why did I? Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, I'm not the only, like there's, there's a couple actors that I know feel the same way. Um, but yeah, at least, at least I'd watch each episode once. This, I'll be real with you though, this last season, the fourth season I, some episodes i think like i i watched kind of like half of it but it was mostly because when we were on netflix we would shoot and it would come out a year later so everything was different already you know i was i had grown like two inches uh <laughs> and so I, I i looked totally different but but now uh when we were shooting this four season it was coming out kind of while we were shooting so it felt like I knew the episode and I had just shot it. It's like, I just did this. Like, I just finished this. I don't need to do it again. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah. when I started the fourth season, I loved the little crack at Netflix that you made in the beginning of like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. nothing good to watch on Netflix anymore. I was like, that's too good. Like, Yeah, the cool thing about that is that with sitcoms and this show especially, uh, we shoot in front of a live audience and, you know, there's um, breaks in between to see how the audience is reacting and we got notes from the writers on the spot. And so that was a line that wasn't there originally. I was saying just another line, like, ah, oh, there's nothing to watch. And on the third take, they come up to me and, and they're like, hey, say say this line. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we all looked and I just like said it. There's, and that happens a lot when we just get lines in between takes and we have to quickly like memorize it and just do it. That's crazy though, because it, it seems like it was like set up like perfectly, but it would just like, it just happened like, it was just natural. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they have, I think that it's fun that the writers always have like backup lines that they can use. And sometimes it's fun after shooting an episode, they show us all like the backup lines and they're all funny. You just can't pick between them. Yeah. Do you ever get like a line that was like, everyone was like, oh, this is going to be so good. And the audience is like silent. It's like, no, no one reacted. Oh, not, I feel like. Like not that bad, but. But it's happened for sure where it's like the opposite reaction of what you think. Like, uh, I don't think mostly with laughing, but more like if I said something that I thought the audience was going to take as funny and they took it as like, oh, I was like, what? That's not like, oh, what? That's funny. Why, why aren't you laughing? <laughs> they took it like seriously. I don't know what it was, but I remember something like that where it was like me um, coming in the door uh, while they were talking about my character, knowing that I did something wrong. And I guess I was trying to pay, play it cool and do it in a funny way. And the audience took it like in a serious way. And I was like, no, that was sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you were pretty much the youngest on the show. So like Alex, you had a bunch of parental figures on set, I guess, like Justina Machado, Rina Moreno. And of course, your, your on-set sister, Isabella Gomez. I've heard that she kind of treats you like a little brother in real life too. Is that true? Can you agree with that? I, I can agree with that if uh, if sisters hate their brothers. 
Oh, Isabel, if you're listening to this, I think you guys got to talk through some stuff. We got to talk out the beef. No, yeah, I'm exactly. Uh, no, for sure. Yeah, we're a real family. And and it's awesome that, that there's that vibe. Because you don't want to be acting with people you don't feel comfortable around. When there's like every other scene is us hugging each other. So it's oh, like, that's the worst. Got, it, has to feel, <laughs> it has to feel real. Mm-hmm. So were you able to get any advice from them? What, or not even... It could be like direct advice or even just from watching them. Did you pick up anything about acting or even just about living, like anything? They're watching. I, I that's one of the, especially when you're young and and a lot of kids in, in any industry, they, they want to work. And I think one of the coolest thing is just observing uh, and watching from the outside, warming up, just observing and, and you'll learn a lot. And that's, for sure what I can take away from someone like Justina and, and how she acts and prepares and and the little things that that make her character be so authentic. Um, so for sure, I, I think I learned a lot just from being in that environment. That is really cool. So um, switching to Breakthrough now, you starred as John Smith in this amazing movie about community, love, and faith. And it was actually based on a true story and it was pretty close to the original so what was it like playing a real person instead of a fictional character it was um it's amazing because i think when i get that question now i would i like me feeling now uh back then looking back then i i would say now that i would feel like i had a a lot of pressure you know just feeling like there's a a real kid and i'm playing him and he's just staring at me like (laughs) <laughs> as him and his story I would say that that I'd be super stressed and pressured but I, in the moment I guess I was so into it that that never crossed my mind uh, and I think that's that's perfect because um, not only was the family really awesome and, and supportive uh, and we were able you know to talk about their perspective and, and how they loved the portrayal of their story but also um like you said, it was so close to the original that everything just fell into place naturally. And Can you give a quick like yeah. um, overview of what happened to the actual John Smith, just for everyone who's listening who doesn't know? Yeah, John Smith, I, I believe when he was 15 years old, he fell, uh, he was playing with, three, uh, with two other friends um, in a frozen lake and they all fell through, through the lake. Um, John Smith was under the water for 15 minutes while his other two friends made it out. Uh, and so, yeah, he was in, in a coma for like a couple of weeks. And, and the fact that he made it out alive was a miracle because he was under the water for almost 20 minutes and without a pulse for an hour. So that was crazy. It, it was definitely a very good movie. Um, have, what did you Yeah, it was do? intense. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what did you have to, did you have to do anything different to prepare for this role compared to any other role you've had? Uh, well, I would say yes, but at the same time, I could tell you that I wasn't prepared for (laughs) everything that was thrown at me. I, of course, was prepared for the character and everything, but, um, it was, it was long hours, very different to, to one day at a time, even of course, in in one day at a time, it's, it's a lot of work, but it, it's a movie and, and I loved having that experience of, of being able to work in a show versus being able to work in a movie. Uh, we shot in, in 
Canada and Winnipeg. And I think maybe that was one of the craziest obstacles, the weather, uh, especially <laughs> shooting all of these like stunt scenes and scenes outside in the cold with negative nine please, degree Please tell weather. me the lake was like a soundstage though. Like, please. <laughs> Half. When I was Half. in in the in the frozen lake, I was laying down in the, in real ice with like a t-shirt and water. Wait, and so was, like when you when hard. you guys first fell and that was like an actual lake? So we it was all real. Um like it was all not in a soundstage until until the water. Because in, in the water we were shooting in this like 20-foot tank, which was still crazy because we were I was there shooting for like 10 hours uh without getting out of the water and just going up and down and up and down uh so yeah I felt like I I had played in three football games after that day <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't need to act like the like oh I, oh, I can't breathe <laughs> <laughs> yeah I literally couldn't breathe so that just made it easier to act yeah so I mean I watched this movie for the first time actually on a plane from Los Angeles because, um, you know, it was like a six hour flight. So I was like, you know, let's, you know, let's just find a random movie. And um, by the time it ended, I was basically so just touched. And so I don't even know. I basically went to the bathroom and cried for the rest of the flight, which I feel like <laughs> isn't a pretty, isn't a unique reaction because everyone seems to love this movie. Everyone seems to be so emotionally touched by it. But I have to wonder, because when I was watching it, I mean, I just saw John Smith because I didn't like, I didn't know you as an actor at the mm -hmm. time. But I want to know what it was like for your family and your friends to watch it because for them it's not like oh my god this poor boy fell in the ice they're watching you but they probably mm. like forgot it was you and we're and we're seeing like what was it like for yeah, them yeah 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 that's that's really interesting because it's it's true like people like let's say uh my grandma or or friends around me um they know it was me but they kind of forget like uh they kind of forget it it's me midway into the movie because I think you just get so caught up in the story and it, it feels uh, there's a lot of suspense and you just want to see, you know, the family and, and John succeed. Um, but totally, I feel like uh, a lot of my family had that feeling too, where it was, they know obviously it's me, but they were still super nervous and, and they were also wary, like, oh my God, Marcel went through all of that. <laughs> so, so yeah, it looked, it looked very, very um, authentic. And my parents at least were there. So they were always, you know, next to me. They saw how everything was being shot. Um, but still, even my mom, sometimes, for example, there was this scene, I don't know if you remember, where I'm laying in a hospital bed and it's like a flashback scene. And then water just starts. I was actually like, going to ask you in. about that scene because that's so cool. So literally, it's as simple as it sounds. They put a literal bed. <laughs> in a water tank. They're like, you're going down. <laughs> in a water tank but the problem was that the bed every time you would go the bed kind of is like a life jacket so it was floating and so I wouldn't stick so I would just start floating with the bed up and we would have to do it again so on the third try what they did was put like weights like pounds and pounds of weights all over my body and then just put the blanket over that and that's when my mom got nervous because it's like wait if you is need he, to get is out gonna drown? Like, I don't know what's gonna happen here <laughs> So I kind of got I kind of got nervous there, but I think it was just things like that that my parents, of course, were comfortable if I was comfortable. But you know, as a parent, that's just looking out. <laughs> so and I bet watching that, you know, parents were weren't like, oh my god, he's waking up or whatever. More like, um, so this is when we thought we were gonna lose him. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I still the other day I 
like uh, I think washing because I was I, I my hair was dyed like a month ago and I was like putting some color into it and washing it and so yeah my whole head was like wet and I was super cold and I go into the bathroom and start drying and I just got like this weird flashback to break through like I still have PTSD it's like oh my god <laughs> yeah like, I was so I'm sinking I'm sinking <laughs> I felt like I was on the lake Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So, um, you know, you must have had a lot of crazy opportunities that most teenagers will never have, like being like sinking in a bed in a 20 foot tank. Um, so what would you say are some of the craziest things that have happened to you or like any cool onset stories like that? Um, for sure. I mean, okay, so craziest things in, in general, I think, honestly having the opportunity of of that of being in so many I feel like I've said this a couple of times but it's just an awesome opportunity to be in so many different environments you know not to live in a bubble uh and be able to to see different perspectives of life different points of view because you learn just so much from from everywhere you go and and especially uh me I uh with with my job but also my parents just in general because they love traveling since I was a little kid uh traveling the world is one of the coolest things always um so things like that yeah meeting different people and and being able to to learn from each other uh I think has been one of the coolest things and yeah and on set I think because it's kind of like like us with with the pandemic it's the new normal mm -hmm. so I think I I I get used to it when I'm when I'm in you know like let's say a premiere or in a red carpet and it just feels normal but yeah when you look at it from from the outside or another perspective it's kind of crazy like I've a uh, I I see myself as I've always known my myself uh, mm -hmm. even if I'm in a show or not so it's just kind of weird when I like it hits you and I'm like in a red carpet and right next to me is just David Dobrik hanging out and I'm washing my hands <laughs> in the bathroom next to these people that I <laughs> literally like that. So those things are cool. Being able to also like bring friends from school and just hang out at premieres like that with people that that we think are super cool and, and that sounds so we cool. We yeah. just being friends. That's like pretty cool. It's like, hey Marcel, want to like hang out? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I got the premiere though. Like, we can we can go. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. Do your friends like watch um, like one day at a time, or did they watch Breakthrough? Yeah, uh, all my friends watch Breakthrough, and. And yeah, one day at a time. Uh, it's because one day at a time is more like a like a family thing. So like mm -hmm. my friends would tell me, oh my family, like we they'll sometimes you know put the episodes and that's something really oh. cool. Uh, but for breakthrough for sure, there was a lot of of friends and especially like a good friend of mine like texted me the other day that his his dad just came home with like from Redbox and like rented breakthrough. And he was like, hey, I got this movie. Want to watch it? My friend was like, bro, that's my friend in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're pretty, I mean, I don't know if this is lucky or unlucky, depends on how you take it, but there are a lot of actors like Disney actors, where their friends are like, you know, oh, like, I'll watch an episode to see like, to see you, but like, it's like a kid's show, I'm not really gonna watch it, but I feel like One Day Time and Breakthrough can both be watched by like, teenagers, so you probably get a lot yeah, of like, yeah. in the hallways, like, I, I recognize you, like, what, what do I know you from? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing where it's like, especially I think One Day at a Time and Breakthrough, it's kind of all ages, it's not like one niche or it's so there's such a range your friends ages. are always going to be watching you just get just get used to it now 
<laughs> that I have like friends telling me, but then I'll be walking school and then a teacher would ask for a picture. <laughs> it's well, like, if, if I you raise my, my grade. <laughs> history teacher gave me extra credit because I gave him my signature. So this is how you got into Columbia, Marcel? Yeah, this is how I got into Columbia. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so a lot of people, specifically teenagers, are like, you know, want to go into acting, but don't know where to start or how to get where they want to be. And obviously, you know, your story is definitely different than this since you've been doing it since you came out of the womb, basically. But yeah. what advice would you give to them with getting started slash making sure they go in the right direction? Yeah, I've, I've had a couple of friends uh, ask me that question. And I think one of the most important things, it's I don't think putting it uh, as pressure, but it's understanding, yeah, there there is a lot of competition. And I guess um, it's hard for me to, to give advice for someone else because I, I don't think I, I had that same experience. I didn't see it that way, that way but, but now, you know, I, I really realize it. Um, and yeah, there is a lot of competition, but I feel like it's just being, be confident in, uh, in, in your own skin, be confident with, with who you are. Uh, and yeah, you just have to to, to stay positive because I've I've seen people that that it's a type of of industry or 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 job in in general in the arts that no matter what, even if it takes you know like a couple years, if you really like it and you keep going, eventually you're, it's gonna happen. So it's just being you know staying persistent and and working towards it in a in a consistent way. That is very good advice. Um... <laughs> A couple weeks ago, we spoke with a director who you can see that every job in the industry really has the same thing where it's like it's really competitive and it's really you, you just need to keep because it's not even really how talented you are. It's just finding the right project like that you're meant yeah, for. Yeah, it's yeah. not even like, oh, exactly. I, I'm not good enough for this. It's just for some reason you weren't right for it. Maybe your hair was like the wrong shade, like you had blue eyes, <laughs> like whatever, everything. Literally. Yeah, that's yeah, that's totally it. Um, and that's the also the the thing that's awesome that you know that eventually the project that you're going to do is going to be the right project for you. It's always going to match with you. So that's something that, that I think it's always super fun as a, as like a push to keep going. Did John Smith approve of you playing him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he did. I hope he was telling the truth. Cause I don't <laughs> think like he, he'd pull up and say like, Hey man, I don't approve. <laughs> like this is not me i don't know <laughs> but but yeah he approved uh he was super nice uh we hung out uh he said he watched one day at a time <laughs> and, oh, wow. uh, and we even played basketball together because you know like in real life he plays basketball in the movie i play basketball and i mean i love basketball uh and yeah and we we played basketball together and everything so that was really fun I feel like that would freak me out being like I just spent the last like year playing you and now I'm like and like and I'm talking to you I, that would totally freak yeah, me out. Yeah yeah <laughs> that's true especially after you because it's like you're playing this character but you're also everything you with this project you're just hearing about this kid you know and his story and everything so it's like almost as if you knew him and yeah he's like a celebrity to us because yeah. we heard so much about him. And you're like putting yourself like you're really like embodying the character and then it's like oh you're, you're the character hi <laughs> yeah totally so um do you have any uh long-term or short-term goals that you're working on and i know you mentioned that you wanted to start a clothing brand earlier and i believe you have a merch store right property of marcel yeah 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 what are you talking about you already have your clothing brand you're you got yeah. it. <laughs> 
Super cool, I love it, and it's uh, we did uh, our first drop, and, and it's just really fun to to make merch because it's it's like kind of a, a perfect training for like a future clothing brand or like designer brand and all of that. Um, but it's it's just fun for for like the now and for a couple uh, every couple months. It, it, it's a really cool uh, project to work on. So I've been having fun with that, and and yeah, I'm working on a. And a drop for that for like the start of of May of this next month, and then I'll just keep going. Maybe do one for my birthday, all of that. Um. So yeah, I think that exactly that merch uh store is for sure like a a really good learning experience for when I want to open a another like clothing brand. And um, I know that you also have a film account, which I know is on Instagram. I'm not sure if it's on any other platform, and it is. 35 M Marcel. So tell us about that. <laughs> you like yeah, photography um, too. I love photography. My dad's a photographer. Uh, yeah, director, photographer. And and yeah, like three years ago, you guys know what Camp Flogna is? I don't think so. You just gotta know. <laughs> I probably do, but I just have a, such a bad memory. It's, no, it's It doesn't matter with the, <laughs> with the story really though. You know Tyler, the creator? Yeah. It's like his music festival. Oh, okay, yes, 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 I do. Oh, okay. And so I was there. Uh, I've been a couple of times, but three years ago was like the first time I was uh, on my way there. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring a, like a disposable film camera. I used to use this when I was little and we'd go on, on trips. I was like, yes. oh, this oh might God. be fun. Field, yeah, trips, right? field like, trips, they're always like, you can't bring your iPods, but you can bring a disposable camera. And we're like, what's a disposable <laughs> camera? Yeah. yeah, so like when I was little, my parents always had, uh, I remember we went to Disney and they had like a, like a one that's like waterproof. So you could take ones under the water and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I just got it and, and went and they told, they came out super cool. And it's funny because I, there's like, tw like 20 something pictures in each roll. And I'm super uh, picky and selective with how to use it. So it the same I ended way. up. <laughs> I'm, yes, ended I'm the up, exact same way. I literally have one right over there. Well, it, it, that one, that first one took me a year and a half <laughs> to finish. And then I developed it and I loved it. So uh, for my birthday, my mom got me like a, like a real film camera that's not disposable and all that. And it's been super cool. I love um, taking pictures and... And now that I opened that account, I can just post them there. I got a disposable camera in the beginning of October and I just got it developed a few weeks ago. And whenever I'm with Lily, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I want to take a picture, but like, wait, I'm like, you need to be at, wait, yeah. wait no, no. Yeah. I'm like, I only have four more. Like I, I'm not playing around. And it was so funny. We're we like were, in the um, middle. <laughs> we went, like, we live near um, like a park, right? And there's like this like mini cliff thing and it's got like a little lake with a bunch of like fallen trees across so one day we were like all right let's go climb across these broken trees and <laughs> we did and then we eventually just sat on them like across from each other and then McKenna was like take a picture of me I was like I'm like I need to get to this developed like I this is that was, it was so much pressure I don't think you can understand <laughs> I was like because I'm like I'm like the viewfinder is higher than the lens so if you like you need to like bring it oh. it I'm has so to come confused. out right yeah yeah, really I was specific. like, all right, so if I hold it here, is this going to be, she's like, lower. And I'm like, is this okay? It was so It was a good picture. I will say you did, you did a good job. Yeah, 
Oh, oh thank you. Awesome. Yeah, because there's no going back with things like that. <laughs> I know, my, my perfectionism, I'm like, this cannot turn out wrong. I don't have a second chance here. And do you guys, do you have also a, a film account? No, I have a bunch of, we, we have like, I mean, I have a bunch of disposables, but I just post them on my regular Instagram. I'm not, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not fancy enough. Also because <laughs> I'm like really bad at getting them um, developed. I have ones from like 2016 that I'm like, what if I just try to get them developed and like see if it'll work? Because it says like expires, like, I don't know if it'll like still yeah, work. It'll, it'll work. Uh, it will just have, it might even work like in a cooler way. It'll have like little scratches and, and like yeah, I know. colors that it, it might look cool. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll try. But also, like, I brought it to sleepaway camp when I was 11, so I don't know what's on there, and I'm really scared to see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, so, that, that'll be weird, looking back into the past. So we have a few questions sent in by fans. And uh, the first one I want to start off with is somebody wanted to know if you would ever go to Brazil. Um. Yeah, totally. I can't believe I have never been. Um, <laughs> oh, really i was gonna ask like i don't know if i don't know if he's been there already i feel like he travels yeah. a lot yeah uh i yeah it's crazy i've never been but but yeah my mom and would love to go um so for sure i i for sure have to go visit and experience brazil also do you have a favorite place that you've already been um i like two years ago i went to greece and that was really fun uh that was amazing so i feel like the the craziest experiences I have uh, had was probably like Greece, Tokyo, That's and funny. South Africa. Something I was I was watching some of your YouTube videos just to get you know ideas for questions and stuff. And they don't have sushi in Tokyo. Like you said that in one of your videos. Is, is that I, I like real? I mean, they they do. But like, like yeah, but like not really. It's not as it's not as common as here where it's like, you know, here every Japanese. Yeah. Japanese restaurant you go to it's gonna be mostly sushi that's what you usually find uh here in the United States but when you go to Tokyo it was mostly you would find it but it was it was more just Japanese food like rice and, and shrimp and and yeah that was more like a special occasion thing over there that's what I felt you mm -hmm. know that they they would eat it on special occasions it was more fancy and another question sent in by a fan was, what is your favorite part of acting? My favorite part of acting? Hmm. I would say that it's probably, um, it's weird because I, I feel like it, it, it's probably like uh, playing a different version of myself. Because it's always like half and half. I don't think I, I'm playing totally uh, not me, but it's also totally not me <laughs> so it's like it's kind of like a different version of myself and that's cool to see to see those different uh possibilities mm -hmm. and i have one more question that i thought of earlier and i just really wonder the answer to this one uh when you were talking about acting on a tv show versus um well mm -hmm. versus one day at a time versus breakthrough what was like the major differences yeah, I don't want to say you're necessarily your favorite because I assume that mm -hmm. you can't really pick one or the other. But you mm -hmm. know, what was like the most like interesting thing, I guess, about each of them? Yeah, I feel like uh, the thing with with the movie it's it doesn't take as long because a uh, season of one day at a time will take us like maybe five months, and the movie would take like two months. Um, so the movie for sure feels more like a 
if I would put it into high school terms, uh, I would say the movie is kind of like, like a project and the series is like a course. So the, the series is like taking the whole class, taking the whole job, uh, and the movie's just working on, on a project, which is cool to see those two perspectives because, um, for example, of course, that's why one day at a time we're so close. You're going every day there for a couple months. Um, you're around these people for a long time. It's for sure family. And in the movie, it's cool to see all these people collaborating to create this project and get it out there. And, and, and like two months later, you see that you were able to do it and it's just you feel very proud because also with tv shows it's usually like you know like you have your crew but then you have like you know guest directors come on like guest writers right? yeah, like it's yeah. like it's totally just like an ongoing thing with like little changes every once in a while movies yeah, like the exactly. one thing that you're working on yeah so the course versus the project yeah nice analogy <laughs> yeah great so for everyone who's listening to this and wants to follow you on social media where can they do that so there's a lot of options. There's it's Marcel Ruiz on Instagram, the Marcel Ruiz on Twitter. I guess I have to start using this more, but Marcel Ruiz on TikTok, and mm-hmm. it's Marcel Ruiz too on on YouTube. You catch all that, everyone? You gotta write those down. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, <laughs> and it's all different. Totally, totally different. Oh, I have the exact same thing. Everyone be like, okay, follow me at like you know at this you know, at first name, last name everywhere. I'm like, okay, here we go. I mean, my Snapchat in fourth grade. So here it is like, you know, all that. Uh, yeah, our socials are kind of the same way because if you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok, which are podcast, And our Twitter is weird, which is ACOAM underscore podcast. Because they don't allow dots on Twitter. Twitter, I have beef with Twitter. I don't really like it right now. But anyways, <laughs> follow us there where you can get all our updates and you can be the first to hear about other fun guests we have. Mm-hmm. And thanks so much for coming on, Marcel. I know I've said it a million times, but thank you so much. Thank you. Great, thank you. It was uh, really cool to come on. Yeah, thank you. This was amazing. And thank you to everybody else for tuning in. And we will see you next week on A Coming of Age Movie.